For the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything blab. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> Black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is blab, everything is blab, everything is blab, yeah, everything is blab. The kick gon' knock, the snare gon' crack, and everything is blab, everything is blab. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gon' fall, the speakers gon' crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we got the signature Stony kick kick, yes. What's good, people? Yo. We got the whole crew in the building here. Yes, sir. Feels so good. <sighs> Blab chat. Be back, baby. Episode, uh, shit, man. Fucking 15? 15, yeah. 15, 15. man. Episode 15. It's been a long but short journey. <laughs> that makes any so sense. So long, so short. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, man. So we are, we are Blab chat, man. We're back. Shit, man. A lot going on. Yeah. A lot going on. In, in many many people's lives the wheels are churning oh, the wheels are churning the the uh chi the 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 cream cream is now being churned into to butter 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 we're about to spread that butter on this motherfucking toast feel me <laughs> is that plausible or no no right Oh, good. No, that's yeah, not yeah, possible. Cool. Talking shmoney, so it don't matter. Shmoney, yeah. How you doing, Stoney? Stoney, what up? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. What up, y'all? Chilling. Stoney's working from home today, so you know she's on. The, she's she's joining us through the phone, but she's she's here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, what sir. you been working Absolutely. on, Stone? What you been working on? I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get better than what I was yesterday, niggas. Y'all know? Yes. <laughs> Can I get a bomb yeah. drop for that? Do we have sound effects today? Progress. Yeah. Me, me. Yeah, awesome. that's the goal, man. Just get better. Work get on better, the craft. Get better. Every put day. Put work, yo. You gotta put the work in. Y'all been watching the Olympics? Hell yeah. Ooh, wait. Last uh, night was crazy. What, what happened last night? The, was it the 200 meter? I don't even Female? Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. So I think it was. Apparently, somebody tripped up, uh, dove into the finish oh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was even last upset. night. That was a couple of, well, couple of days ago, but it was a couple nuts. Days ago. That's nuts. Stupid. And she won. She, she got won. gold. She got gold. She wanted it. But my whole argument is like, if you're gonna, the whole point of the Olympics of getting, because she's gonna get a lot of slander for that. So it's like, why even have a gold medal if you're not gonna get, res- if you're not gonna be respected for it? it might just be the right. new wave. You might just have to start diving through the finish line. I mean, you know, it's kind of how people feel about hip hop. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you got That's the number true. one single. I don't know what you're saying. That's you got four true. lines in your song. You got the number one single. This is this is very true. But hey, it's legal. Yeah. It's legal. And, and she got the gold. Yeah. She's taking home that gold medal, baby. And I told people I was surprised I was surprised they let that go with like without her foot actually, you know, hitting the line. Yeah. Cuz the Yeah, well, the, I mean, cause the, the you rule can lean forward torso. in the race, you know what I mean? The 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 rule is that uh the torso. Yeah. Is what they count as like crossing the line. That's why when you see runners, they they, they lean forward. into it. Yeah, exactly. But you know, motherfuckers don't dive. 
Hey. She's hungry. She, yeah, hungry. she was very hungry. She, I, I mean, she wanted it just a little bit more than everybody else now, didn't she? I think so. I think so. Oh, and I told Nigga, people. I would have I slid into the line. Nah, she slid into that bitch. Yeah. Yo, Jackie Robinson style at home plate. <laughs> like, yo. That shit was crazy. She, um, there was like memes already saying. Dude, did like, you see the one with her on the slip and slide? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, crying. Oh, slip and slide oh, one. Of course, that's meme life. life. Of course, that's going to happen. Uh, man, today we have a really great show, guys. I'm excited. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. What's up? What's the plug? What's the plugin of the week? Plugin of the week. Wow. Well, first of all, before I get into that, I was having issues with Pro Tools, and it, my iLock wasn't reading, and I figured out what it was. It's a minor thing. My apparently when I restarted my computer, um, the USB ports weren't reading. So like it wasn't reading the iLock, so I just wasted an oh, hour. Man. Anyway, that's some that's very very much not interesting at all. But my 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 favorite <laughs> plugin, uh, new plugin right now. Um, you know me, I don't really like mess with new plugins necessarily. I mean I do, but like I'm so spoiled with the old shit. But uh, I'll shout out uh, Omnisphere too, man. Omnisphere, oh, yeah. Omnisphere Two is Fire. a. I've, I've. It's been my go-to lately because you can literally find any sound on that thing. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah. What about you, Stony? Give him well, a jewel. I'm, I'm, I'm all isotope right now. Isotope, yes. <laughs> Big bomb. <laughs> Big bomb for isotope. Sorry about that. Isotope vocal. This is crazy. Yeah, isotope, isotope is crazy. Like it's been around for a while too. It's not like a newbie. No, Isotope has been around for a minute. They do very amazing EQ plugins and isolators. But you know, but you know what though? I've been like, like to me, like all the drum machines, dogs, and everything. They like all the same to me at this point. Right. Mm. Everybody's like copying everybody. It's all the same shit, man. Make hot music. Make it's all the same tunes. shit. Make fire tunes. That's all that matters. Yeah. <clears throat> and stop buying Twitter followers, man. Yeah. Stop buying Twitter followers. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't buy followers. Just keep crazy. it authentic, guys. Looking don't buy don't there. buy followers. Just buy plugins. <laughs> buy go. plugins and spend your. I, honestly, I've I've been reading this uh, very interesting magazine, and uh, I've been reading about how you know you know one like really smart way to spend your money is on experiences. So spend your you spend your money on experiences, man. Like facts. go on vacation, you know. <laughs> go, spend time with the fam. Like take a trip somewhere. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can take a trip to Europe for a couple days for fifteen hundred dollars. More than a couple days. More than a couple days, yeah, actually, because really Run is going out there soon. Yeah, visa yeah. propping. You know. Um, so yeah, spend your money on experiences, man. Buy followers, buy a passport. Buy pa- yeah, buy a passport, man. Buy those tickets. You know, like less than fifty percent of the U.S. population actually has passports. How is that possible? And the American <sighs> passport yeah. is kind of like, well, they look at it as like gold. You know, what I mean, you can go into any country. There's no like yeah. boundaries. You can't like stop you from going in unless you got that world passport, which is a new Shout thing. To, uh, what or, is the world passport? Or felonies. You don't want those. <laughs> Don't want felonies. Yeah. No, 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 and no. There's no traveling going. Then there's down. nothing going down. Yeah, but traveling is a huge plus. Um, but man, a lot has happened since we uh, had our last show. 
Um, yesterday we had a special announcement, right? At yeah, you want to tell big, them? Big, big, big fucking alert. Yes. So major key alert. Man, so yesterday we um, officially announced it's something we've been working on for months, um, but we finally announced it yesterday. Uh, we've collected four of the dopest producers that we could find all over the world, mm-hmm. and uh, we made a production team. Uh, and Illmind is going to be a part of that production team as well, and it's called the Hitters. So, uh, booyah! Yeah. So, yeah. So we put together a production team a while ago, but um, we haven't announced it. And yesterday we announced it. So, um, basically, what Atlas said, I put together a production crew. We're called the Hitters. H i t t a z actually ex- exclamation point t t a z, um, and it's four producers. Um, my man Nick Piccoli, out in L A. My man, big kid from the UK, 17 years old, actually 16 years old, I moved out to, to LA him on now. Twitter. Yep, and he just seems very hungry. Hungry. I, I was just like, yo, the the tune you, the reggae joint, we so we played in the club, and he's just like, which one? I'm like, damn, he has two of them. Yeah. And he's just like, yo, there's gonna be way more fire heat oh, tunes yeah. that I'm gonna send you guys. So yeah. shouts to big kid, man. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got Nick Piccoli, we got Big Kid, we got um, Fouché, who you haven't heard of yet. He's from Atlanta, mm-hmm. amazing amazing cat, oh, yeah. and uh, Effects, of course, in house man. Um, these guys are all really great at what they do, and, and the common denominator with them is that they're super hungry. You know, they 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 don't they're they're in a point in their career where they want to take everything to the next level, and and so am I. So I, I think the timing of that is is just perfect. So. Shout out to my hitters, man. Um, you will see us very soon. New Tape music coming in, soon. Yeah. Tape dropping next week. Yep. Fire. Um, so you guys can hear what? what they're about and all that stuff, and uh, we'll get that going. Yes, sir. So when you so when you say next level, explain to everybody uh, taking it to the next level. What that means? It's just like it's not like it's past. It's past just like making good beats. Like everyone makes right. dope beats. They're like making good beats is is the beginning of it, but um. With these guys, it's sort of, you know, inserting them in the matrix of what we're doing here and kind of what I'm doing in my career. So it's going to be a lot of collaborative things. Um, You know, I have a writing team um, that I have out in L.A. So, like, it's just going to be a factory. And these guys are are going to be part of the ever working factory that we're all part of. And, uh, you know, it's just it's bigger than just making dope beats. We're we're here making songs. So, um, Shout to them, man. They're ready, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll you'll hear from us soon. But we're dropping a mixtape, uh, beat tape next week. Yeah. Um, hit us beat tape. So um, look out for that. You guys get to hear the flavors. Fire, fire. I mean, yeah. No, I, I can't really say too much more about these cats, though. So yeah. So today, speaking of fire, fire songs, we have a very, very special guest in the building, man. We actually haven't had a guest in RMG for like a few weeks, right? Mm-hmm. It's been phoners. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he's here today in the building. He's in town. He's from New York, but um, lives in LA, but he's in town uh, for a while. So he's here today. Uh, let's give a warm round of applause for Carrie Crucial Keys, baby. What up? What up? What up? Crucial. The build. Good, homie. Chilling, chilling. We're in your hood. Yeah, exactly <laughs> Brooklyn <laughs> You know Yeah right. so uh, Man you know We, we, we kind of gave the people A little um, A little A little bit of discography And history It's all lies Of you know <laughs> <It's all> lies. <laughs> Don't believe it Don't believe it, Don't believe um, it. 
but the man is here to clear everything up and uh talk to you guys man and we're gonna pick his brain on various things but uh i want to welcome uh crucial keys man because he's he's like one, one of the few out here that's really just like been in the game for such a long time and, and accomplished a lot of really really amazing things um but even after doing that you know it's still we're still sort of you know in the same boat in terms of just wanting to do more right indeed indeed and uh and now with the technology changing and music changing and just i guess your creative aspirations there's so much more that yeah. we want to do yeah um so let's just start off by kind of you know telling the people a little bit of how you got started you know where you started and how you just got into music in general well basically as you said um born and raised out here in new york um born in brooklyn raised in far rockway queens also far lived rock. in harlem mad years Yo, far rock is a different yes level different part of queens it's like Back they then. talk about like <laughs> yeah. They compare Atlanta. They, I remember going down there earlier. It was like it's the trap. Far Rock is the original trap. Is the there's indeed. one way in, there's one way out. <laughs> Two yeah. bridges. It's near a port, <laughs> yeah. so you know what that means. Yeah. yeah. And I have a lot of friends that I really rate and respect from Far Rock. So just saying that you're from there, salute. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole. And I grew up in the '80s, so mm. multiply what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> By the years. If, you know, if, it, if it the lower work. if the Lower East Side was harsh in the '80s, yeah. Oh, forget about Far Rock. Yeah. Look it, it up. Was, yeah, a lot, a lot of, you know, in that era, it was like, you know, we had, you know, as soon as you cross the bridge, you know, you got the beach there. That's what sets you up. You think it's going to be nice, Rockaway Beach, <laughs> but you got to pass by all these projects <laughs> that are waiting for you at the train. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't know, you know, so, I mean, of course, that was an influence on, on like, you know, me musically and, and just the upbringing. And, you know, I used to go to Harlem a lot and I had older cousins who are going to the Bronx and they used to DJ. So whenever I went up to the um, Harlem or the Bronx, I was like, what's all this going on? What, what are you doing over there with those records? You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, I grew up, my parents definitely listened to a lot of soul music, R&B. You know, I have young parents. My mother was 17 when she had me. My father was 18. So they had all the records or whatever. And you know, so I was definitely influenced by that. But that hip hop would really made me go, wow, yeah. I want to do this. You yeah. know what I mean? And this was around what year, like the 80s? This was like, you know, this was like, you know, I'm OG. I'm getting on my Rick Rubin status right now. <laughs> so, I mean, I was like nine, ten years old. Yeah. And first hearing it up in, the, you know, like, like I said, Uptown. But when that Rapper's Delight record came out, yeah. I was just like, Game changer. what is this? What is this? My aunt had the record. I, I begged her every day, play it again, play it again, play it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And from then on, I just said, how do I do this? You know what I mean? So, you know, from that point on, I had various crews from Far Rock and from Brooklyn and just making demos and just making cassette tapes. You know, back then we just had like if you had a four four track cassette recorder, you was the man, you know, mm -hmm. some turntables. If you had a drum machine. That was extra. Well, mm -hmm. you got a drum machine. Wow. What does it do? How yeah, does what it do, do that? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and from there, wow. man, I, I just was like. You know, I caught the bug and, and started, you know, I always did poetry in school. You know, I was a big, big fan of like literature. You know, right. I mean, my parents always had me reading. So I liked all those books that told stories. And I just I just love the way words could create a picture and, and how you could tell a story and evoke emotion. So, you know, discovering you could do that to a beat. I was, that was it. That was it. That was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And from that point on, you know, I had various rap crews. 
you know, coming into the 90s, you know, one of, one of the crews that was pretty known around New York, early 90s, was a whole crew called Melanin 2000. Mm. And it was like about nine MCs. You wow. Know what I mean? You know, and this crew, was like, crew. yeah, this wow. is crew, crew. This is around the time Wu Tang was doing his thing. Okay, so they inspired us too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. we can have nine MCs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, yeah. I mean? You know yeah. what I mean? And we used to do Lyricist Lounge, and we used to do um, the New Yorkers Poet Cafe. With Stretch, you know, Barbito used to host that, and yeah. you know, it was a whole different time there. You know, the whole city was vibrant, and and around that time is when I started going to uh, the Village more. You know. So you're talking early 90s New York where you could go to Washington Square Park, you know, people playing basketballs, basketball on West 4th, and then in the park you see people sign, unsign, ramen in the park, right. playing bongos, guitar, whatever. Then you can go uptown to Harlem and back of Rock and Wheels, record store. It's like, yo, you want to get on a cypher, you could be on a, you know, one of those mixtapes or whatever. So, Or you can go up a West Side, there's a bar playing hip-hop. I mean, wow. you found hip-hop everywhere. Wow. The city was live, so it was just like, you couldn't you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, it was heaven. Yeah, <laughs> and that was, I mean? the, that was the birth of some of the most legendary musicians, indeed, artists, DJs, indeed, rappers indeed, of all indeed, time. Of all time. You know? Something about that, the vibrancy of the city. So indeed. So you started up out here um when did you um when did you move well you pretty much stayed in new york oh, yeah. for a while i was in new york, for, in the new longest, york for the longest you know yeah. so for and, you know from that era is is where you know early 90s being in washington square park is where i ran into a young lady by the name of belicia you know who was also mm -hmm. out there in the parks you know so wait let's let's, let's let's slow whoa, down on that whoa, so whoa, you whoa. met whoa you met a, a young woman talented woman at right. the time um, obviously still very talented um, ran into her at Washington Square Park indeed so indeed. what was happening at was it a was it an event happening there it was, it was a just cipher. a random just thing just a cypher like, like I said you see people from all over shout to Lorenzo still goes to the cyphers yes you gotta do the cypher the Washington I mean? Square Park cyphers are still lit anyway continue so. you know and and usually I met a few people out there I mean you know from the supernaturals to whatever you Super know what I mean? wow. all these people was I he mean, still was he still um, having people like take shit out of their pocket and he was hey, yo, like freestyle this, yo, I shit? never ever <laughs> saw anybody I thought you know my freestyle was pretty good but like Word. him I was like you know I just better listen right now yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. what I mean he's a like, master you know like it was just you know it was, a, it was an exciting time it, but I used to always stay in contact with people who I felt like okay we vibe good like yo Cause at that time I had an SB twelve hundred mm -hmm. and a keyboard, and I said, "Hey, you know, you know, even though there were ciphers and stuff, eventually the cops come and broke it up. You know what I mean? You know, so yeah. I was like, "Yo, I got a four track and you know drum machine, whatever. You cool? You come to my house? We can we can just vibe, make make a tape or whatever. Right. You know, and that's how I started forming my crew of Melon two thousand, mm -hmm. and also that's how I started building a, uh, a music relationship with Alicia. So it's like, mm -hmm. yo, oh, you play piano? Get out of here, mm -hmm. you know? Because, you know, I took piano lessons as a kid. I, I didn't really stick to it. So, mm -hmm. but just to see like, you know, this young girl from a group, she's playing piano, but she likes Wu Tang. She likes Stevie Wonder. I like Stevie Wonder. It's like, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's just like, yo, you know, we need. I need to make some beats. You could play piano, like. Let's just mess around. Mess around. Make, make some stuff. And then people with freestyle, sing or rap, didn't matter. You wow. Know what I mean? Wow. So she was, was she rapping when she was there or was she just kind of no, no, like in the cut? singing, flowing. Singing like, in the rip, cut. Like, you know, it's so funny because now you see a lot of uh, rappers using more melody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt like around that era was like the beginning. You know what right. I mean? Wow. Where you're like, because you're influenced. So it's like, 
you got but even even I used to rap with a little more melody. It got more reaction, you know, yeah. just that monotone flow. Right. But if you know how to do both, you was the man. You wow. know what I mean? Or the woman. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm wow. saying? Yeah. So she, she was always singing, but she would have that flow. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Wow. So you guys get in the studio, you got your crew, you guys are making rap records, you're doing just demos. Cassettes. Just cassettes. cassettes. It wasn't even it wasn't even seriously, like, you know, cause um, you know, years later, fast forward years later, um, she finally got a deal with Columbia Records. Okay. And she was like, you know, I you know, caught up with her, say, yo, how's it going? Everything. She was like, you know, I really don't like what I'm doing with the people they're putting me with. Mm. You know, I, And this I like is after it. she signed. This yeah, is this is after signed. she signed. This was like ninety six. Mm-hmm. Ninety six. And you know, she's like, I really like, you know, how we used to make cassettes and everything, you know. And like I said, it was bringing it back yeah. to the. It was OG. just a vibe. It was yeah. just a vibe. It wasn't even like we were trying to make records. It's just like, you know, something I could ride around on the train with. You right. know what I'm saying? With the Walkman, you know what I mean? Right. Some of y'all don't know what that is. <laughs> it's the, a little box yeah, that you put a cassette in. It was and the latest in technology. Yeah. Yeah. And then came CDs. You anyway. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um,. You know, she came to me and said, you know, I really like what we do and um, I want you to work on my album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. You know. Yeah. And, you know. So under- was this your first experience with like working on like a like a record like for a label or were you kind of dibbling and dabbling already? I did that? a lot of independent stuff. And okay. like I said, mostly with rappers, because right. what happened, I, I kind of like became a producer out of default. Cause I had a rap partner. I had my, you know, to bring it back a little bit. I had my first um, record deal at 18. Like Got I it. literally just turned. Matter of fact, I waited to 18 so I could sign it myself. <laughs> my parents wasn't going for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy. And um, as, a rapper, as a rapper, as a rapper, wow. as a rapper, I was signed to B Boy Records right before um, they, um, you know, Jive Records had bought. BDP out right and everything so it's so funny because when I see D nice I was like yeah we was label mates at one time <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean nuts. so um so I had experience making rap records but never R&B so underneath I'm like oh like what yeah. you know can you curse on here yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah I was, I was like, like oh shit internet. like oh man <laughs> it's like shit. yeah yeah I could yeah yeah let's do it let's do it uh, yeah. Yeah. you know but yeah, I was I was really intimidated because I was like, man, this is I've never done R and B. I don't, you know, I could play by ear, but I don't really know notes. I don't know how to read, and you know, but I know yeah. she can do it. Right. But you know, and then it's a major label. It's like, oh man, we have you to know, deliver. right, 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 right. And then it was also the odds like he's never done anything. Well, you you're wasting your time. We need to do this that. But the fact that she believed in me and I believed in her, I was like, all right, you know what? So I had to step it up. So right. I learned. So I was like, man. I don't know how to do R&B, but then I thought about it. I was like, but I'm sampling all these R&B soul records. I'm like, what am I talking about? Right. So, I mean, that's one good thing about vinyl. You can look at a record and you can read credits. So, you know, it just dawned on us. It's like, okay, we like this record. Why do we like this record? What's in it? Oh, it's just a bass player, bass played by this. This is a Wurlitzer. And it was like, Wurlitzer? What's a Wurlitzer? Right. We, we got to get a Wurlitzer. We like this sound. You know? <laughs> and I had a, That's you know. That's real shit. Right. <laughs> we had a, I had a uh, JB1080. Okay. And I went through the patches. It said Wurlitzer. I was like, oh, jackpot. We got a Wurlitzer. You know what I mean? So it was like that. Wow. So it was a fun learning experience, too. Wow. So then that's how it started. Just like really learning, like, not only, you know, sampling what I like, learning how to recreate that. Right. And and in essence, that became our sound. Right. I mean, wow. Yeah. So do you remember what the first record you guys did on the on that um, record on Columbia? 
Well, we did, you know, it was, it was one of those periods of time where you, you just worked on a whole lot of stuff because we still did it the same way. Like, you know, just run that cassette and work on ideas, you know what I mean? And right. listen back like, oh, that part you sung right there, that could be like the verse, or that could be like this, you know? Even that's a funny, funny story is like, you know, I'm writing my first R&B song with her and you know, I'm used to writing raps and stuff and like, we need, we need a verse. So I'm like, okay, you know, coming up with lyrics for her and with her right. and it's like, okay, yeah, I got more. She's like, no, we're done. I'm like, that's it? <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm used to writing 16 bars. It's like, yeah. oh, we done? Yeah. Yo, that's all the lyrics. Oh, this is this is great. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? This is easy. Yeah, because the melody stretches out, yeah, you know, the yeah. song. So I was like, you know. So I guess one of the first things was, uh, it was a song, um, So Sad was a song. Mm -hmm. um, Troubles was, was mm -hmm. a, one of the first big ones that wow. got Clive Davis' attention. Wow. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm jumping around because the Columbia album was in essence mainly the same album as the one that ended up on j records right right um the thing was when we turned in the album columbia didn't like it they wow were like, they were like what is this sounds mm. like a live demo like such and such and wow i'm not gonna say the producer's name but they right. had producers running the label that time and mm. you know everybody was this and they also wanted her to be like a mariah Mariah Carey, they wanted her to straighten your hair, wear a dress. They were oh, already yeah. hating, you know. They were already hating because they had producers for her, and then she's like, "No, this is my guy." Yeah, yeah. And then you made some really dope right. stuff, and they were like, eh, "Yeah, yeah." Not really political. Right. The political thing, which unfortunately still happens. Still happens yeah. yeah. And then also, and, and I tell a lot of people, you know, people look at it now and be like, "Oh, you guys, you work with Lisa Key. She's it." I was like, "Yo, a lot of people don't understand what we did." was not done. I mean, there was hip hop and R&B, but it wasn't done that way. Yeah. So anytime you do something that hasn't been proven with a major, they're definitely gonna shut it down because yeah. it hasn't been proven. And yeah. they don't want to take a chance on a new sound. I mean, they literally told us that Fallen would never be a single. <laughs> You know, so because wow. it's like, what is this? What is this ballad with these big chunky drums and yeah. these big <laughs> yeah. detuned hi hats? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. That that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I did that on purpose because, because yeah. like I said, growing up in Far Rock and growing up whatever, I was like, these this beat gotta be hard. Gotta be hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she's hard. You know, she yeah. got her braids and she's wearing her Timberlands. We're not coming on no pretty ballad stuff. Yeah, and she and, and obviously she loved the records. Indeed. Indeed. So it's like, why? Why switch that up? Everyone's yeah. happy except yeah. the label. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I get it. So I always been an advocate of like, yo, just do what you love, regardless of, you know, corporations or industry people or anybody. You know what I mean? Because yeah. even in the beginning, her manager didn't get it, but after a while, he saw. He was like, you he know saw what? Those numbers. <laughs> no, no, not even before the numbers. He saw the 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 music resonate. Oh, like, right. Once you hear something, and 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 you know, shout out to Jeff Robinson. You know, innovator. Yeah, it, I mean. When you have a manager that go against the industry and believe in their artists, that's so much more powerful than someone say, well, you got to do this and give yep. in and later right. you can get what you want. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's the story they tell you, but you can come from the door and do what you want, stick yep. to your guns Beautiful. if you believe. Yep. And if you have a team and, and your manager is that, that pivotal person that can stray you the right way or the wrong way. Right. You know what I mean? So big up to him for not being selfish and, and being like, no, we got to do this to keep his relationships good. Right. He's like, no, this is you. This is what you want to do. I hear this. I get it. We're going to do it this Let's way. That, Columbia that, doesn't get it. We're going somewhere else. And that's how magic happens. And, and, yeah. and I think that's a great point you just made, Carrie. Like, I think the people on your team, you know, whether it's your manager or people around you, I think you want to surround yourself by people with that mentality. Is they're, they're 100% inspired by 
what you're making, you know, and we're mainly speaking to music producers here. Um, you know, whether you have a manager or attorney, you want to always make sure that these guys are 100% behind your movement and will fight for you till the end. Cause that, that's really, truly, I believe how magic happens. So, um, so you and Alicia start working, you found her, you, you, you found her at uh, union square cypher. You got to start working. Let's get nerdy now. Let's okay. get a little, let's get nerdy. So All right. it's around put my glasses on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Cause this is a producer show. Remember? Yeah, indeed. And I know Stoney definitely has technical questions for sure. Okay. Stoney, you still there? Okay. Okay. So it's 1996 ish. Yep. You're, you're working with uh Alicia and your crew and a bunch of artists. Pre pro tools. Pre pro tools. Yep. Okay. So, Whoa. so for the youngins out there Whoa. listening, Let's give them a little list of the gear and the process and what you had to do to make a song. Man. <laughs> well, I tell you, it took much longer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I had an MPC 3000. Like I said, I started with the SB1200 and the S950. Oh, you that know, combo is deadly. That's the Akai S950. That's the primo P-Rock combo. That's what you put the loops in. That's what you put the loop in. Not to cut you off, somebody told me the 3000 has a USB slot on it maybe it does now maybe like, now not maybe, then okay maybe there was no was usb back back then, then. No, it was no. probably Computer, it might have been a scuzzy it's a scuzzy, scuzzy on the 3000 scuzzy scuzzy port. Port. yeah yeah, yeah no definitely definitely you had a uh oh what is it like a whole like 250 megabytes, megabytes. scuzzy drive like yes. the blue blue joint yeah yeah <laughs> i had one of those zip drives put it in there like yeah. you thought you was the man i got mad memory son I yeah man like damn he got the scuzzy you know what I mean? you like, got nah, 250 got scuzzy, megabytes yeah. <laughs> i could sample the world <laughs> you know what i mean and i had that and we had uh da88s they were like uh the small version of the adats so oh, I wow. had three of those that had eight tracks each. So so that's 24 tracks. Um, Mackie board, just Mackie live board, 24 channel. I'm trying to remember. Um, JV 1080. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Technique 1200 turntables. Got to have the turntables. Pioneer mixer, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, key element. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did you have a Did you have a nickel on top of the the, the needle? I had a penny. I had you a had penny. penny. I had okay. a penny. You know, I had, yeah. I had the good needle. Good arm. You know, <laughs> plus DJs told me like, nah, the nickel will rip your record up. Oh, see, <laughs> you too heavy. Know what I mean? Cut right through. That's why. But you had to, you know, balance it right because you know you had to figure that out. And um, what else we had? Uh, a dat a dat recorder. Okay. You know, the digital audio recorder to to put your the vibes on because one thing we always did is regardless of recording it for real, we always recorded the vibes because you never know. Yeah. What you, you know, missing? What you what you missing? You're just vibing. You're not thinking. So you kept the you tape going. It. Always, going. always. Oh, I still do that. Yeah. You know smart. what I mean? Yeah. And um, what else was some key essentials? That's pretty much it, you know. That's regular, regular, regular um, Yamaha DX7. That mm-hmm. was like, you know, standard bass of the sound of the '80s. You know, yeah. a lot of Teddy Riley records and all that. You know, um, and that pretty much was it. And a lot of sampling. You know, um, a lot of uh, records. A lot of records. Yeah. Sampling records. Like, you know, this is before you had all these drum kits. Like. I actually had to go through these records and yes. find the kick and snare, and you had it. And you know, you used to be a little more stingy because it took you so long to find these sounds. I like, yo, let me get that. Way. Let me get that. Nah, B, you gotta get your own, B. I remember there was a CD that 
literally changed the the game. I don't know if you're up Vinylistics. on it. Yes, and it was 99 breaks. Yes. And it was like came out in 98. Yes, I had all that. I was in I was so young. Yeah, I, but I that was when I 98 was when I started yeah. like, "Oh, who is this? Who's yeah. Pete Rock? Who is yeah. yeah. And I remember I copped that CD. That and CD. I was like, "Oh shit, I got all yeah. the breaks. Have all the breaks." Wow. Yeah. yeah. And before that, I used to get all my drum sounds from it used to be a vinyl series called Ultimate Beat Breaks. Yes, I remember and they that. would take all your favorite records yep. and put them on one vinyl and you go to rock and what was it rock uh rock and soul and um there was one on um i think it was the music factory on 42nd it was mm -hmm. it was in Times square i can't remember, i think it was the music factory you know this is before hmvs and towers kind of shut them all down and you know because they had the big chains but you know used to go get these vinyls in the back that only producers would get you know that, <laughs> that was our way of getting beat kits you get the yeah. vinyl with the record and then you do it yourself you yeah. know what i mean yeah and wow. um yeah i mean even even to fly vocals and different things i had to offset the da88s to wow. like make it repeat and then you know eventually I, it used to take long to be like okay we're gonna fly the hook y'all go take lunch get lunch and come back or yeah, whatever yeah. it used to take a little while you know and then sometimes i would like sample the chorus and put it in the MP and then fly it where the chorus go. But even that, I was such a perfectionist. I'll be like, I didn't want to have the intimidation of making people wait. So I was always tell, yo, go right. take a break. Yeah. I'm gonna fly these vocals real it's quick. Right. You know what I mean? But wow. it, but but it, it really, it really helped you like understand what you was doing. And and I just love the process. Yeah. I just like it was. It's fun to sample. It's fun to make something out of nothing. So you right. know what I mean? And what you can do is you can take all of those processes and apply them today yeah obviously yeah with the technology yeah. and everything yeah. and now it's just like oh forget sky's the limit forget about it like <laughs> especially like what i use now is um i definitely own that ableton ableton wave oh when when i see this and stuff you could do bro i just got one and they oh. gave it to me with no instructions <laughs> yo you, you don't <laughs> no, even you need go. instructions you YouTube, you right, youtube man mess with it then. youtube yeah. got youtube but okay. when i i you know my my son's um make beats and, and make songs now and when I first got it I'm like yo you don't understand you could do the impossible you could do this so <laughs> fast yeah, 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 yeah. and they're looking at me like yeah dad yeah but, you know, but when you know like I said what, what, what where I came from and how long it took you to do these things and, and to get things on time yeah. how they made it so easy I'm like I'm in heaven now I feel like a new kid a new producer I'm like yo yeah. and so it's just like amazing what you can do now amazing and, and sample time is not an issue once they made it where you know I guess when the machine came out and your memory was whatever your computer was yep um you know whatever your computer yeah. memory oh yeah. forget about it yeah and then you could just forget upgrade your computer and then that's yeah it. that's it that's sky it sky is literally the limit yeah. yeah but i fell into the trap of like oh i got unlimited so i used to sample too much oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just sample the whole like, record just sample the whole thing i was like you know <laughs> so and i said that to say you know for all the producers out there is like you know everybody's like always looking for new sounds and everything which yeah. is good to have but yeah. sometimes having less is better yep, yep. And it forces you to create. And, you know, that's what I kind of miss because the NPC was limited and the SB12 was limited. So you really had to take the best parts and exactly. make your best out of it, where it's like also help you come up with a new way of doing exactly. things because you're figuring out how do I make the most out of this? Yep. And I think a lot of that's missing nowadays. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, for sure. So do you think it kind of like gets diluted because the possibilities are endless? Well, it's like... Um, I think, like, one 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 OG producer and songwriter, um, David Porter, told me this. Right, he's from Stacks, and he was like, 
you know, even with all this digital technology, you should still should have an analog mind. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like even though I you like can, that. even though I you like could that. undo this a thousand times, mm-hmm. whatever you put down or whatever you do, you got to do it like that's it. I can't do this too many times. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like when you have all these options and oh, stuff, man. you'll sit there and you'll do it, and you'll never, you'll never commit. Yes. Yep. That's what I think. When you have too much. You won't commit. It's kind of like some people in relationships, you know. So <laughs> it's true. like you know it's what true. I mean. Everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, so it teaches you to commit when you have less." Mm. You know what I mean? So and, true. And then you know we're creative and we always want more, but that's human nature. Yeah. So it's like you know you're sitting here. It's like, oh man, I need more sounds, and you could be on online or wherever for days looking for more sounds, and you never do a beat. Yeah. You never make a beat, you know. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Mm, you so go true. through the you go through sounds for like an hour, and yeah. then like your idea, yeah. you're completely you're drained. Burnt out. Right. You're burnt out. Going <laughs> through you know going I mean? through a synth yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah. Ear fatigue. Yeah. Ear fatigue. Yeah. So you got to balance that. So obviously, technology is way way more enhanced nowadays yeah. than back then. Still the same premise, but yeah. but much more advanced. Yeah. Um, what was um, your uh, uh, Stony? Go ahead. Sorry. You got a question? Yeah, no, I have a, I have a question for um, for crucial. Um, when and uh, I'm, I'm changing the subject a little bit here, but um, for the producers who are listening, when you uh, first started um, making records and and you know doing production and everything, what what are some of the key things that you could share with the producers in in terms of securing their um, securing the bag pretty much like securing making money and finding a way to make a living as a producer like did you have to transition from working a regular gig and then going into becoming a full-time producer and if that was the case how did you do the transitioning and what are some of the steps you could kind of give them advice to do well for me i I always worked a job like I always had to keep a job. My parents wasn't going for it. You know wow. What I mean? And my mother worked for the post office for like 30 years. So she always let me know, you know, they're hiring uh, every year. <laughs> you know? You know? So yeah. it was like, and, and then also it's, it's always good to, you know, do whatever you can with the, with the idea. Like, you know, I'm using this as a means to an end. Like, mm-hmm. so I didn't have a problem working a job because I knew I wasn't going to work a job forever. Mm-hmm. I just needed to, right. you know, take care of my bills and invest in equipment. You know what I mean? And that's the right. one, that's one of the things I always did. So I kept a job, always invest. Even when I got my first, you know, check for production, I went straight to Sam Ash and bought what I didn't have. You know Reinvested what I mean? Reinvested back into yeah, your craft. Yeah, I, I wouldn't spend. I would invest, you know. And so that's what I would tell producers. It's like, you know, because a lot of people don't want to spend money. It's like, don't think of it as spending money. Uh, look at it as investing. Exactly. And, you know, from there, I used to sell beats to rappers um, you know, I said always work the job, and I mean the main thing is just like, um, as far as transitioning, you know, you never know what is going to be the thing that kind of makes you financially independent. So you have right. to really put time in to keep the work. Uh, it's like anything else; you stay consistent, your day will come. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason a lot of people will quit because they run out of money or they run out of hope or whatever, and. For me, it was more like working a job. Even when Alicia's first album came out and people calling me and like, you're number one. You're number one. I'm like, all right, get out of here. And I look, I'm like, oh shit, all right, cool. Yeah. And I went to work. Still I went, went back to work. Right. And I was happy that day because I right. knew one day I didn't have to go. <laughs> yeah. But that was my thing. It was even when I made, like I said, money from tracks here and there, I kept a job. I kept a job until I know for sure that I didn't need to work anymore. 
right. and sometimes that ha- takes a little longer so don't just you know abandon ship right away you know what i mean reinvest and figure out ways and and now that's then and now you have so many okay. other avenues and so many websites to sell beats and different things like you know don't shy away from that like yeah. you know i mean my, my so main let me thing, ask no go, go ahead the main thing is just is just you know you want to be able to, to take care of yourself some kind of way yeah. knowing that one day you know, you will be financially independent, but don't give up your job. Figure out other ways. Like I said, there's many more opportunities, many more places where you can sell beats, you know, like the Beat Stars and other sites. And, right. And, and collaborate. Right. You know, I think the main thing is just focus on your craft and the money will come. Yep. You, you know what I mean? Now, let me ask yes. you, let me ask you this. Were you, did you ever sign a publishing deal? And if you did... Uh, did your manager help you attain that? Was that something that uh, you recommend? You know, that's a good question. Um, I never had a manager. I always managed myself, and wow. I don't. I don't advise that for everybody because if, if you know, it is like kind of hard to put on two different hats, especially when you're a creative oh, yeah. person. Oh yeah. But you know, as someone told me, if you have time to do it yourself, you don't need a manager. You, until you right. get to the point where you can't possibly handle your business and still do your thing, then you need a manager. Right. Um, I got my first publishing deal um, after uh, right before Alicia's album came out, and that's pretty much why they gave me the publishing deal because they knew this album was coming out. And right. had I known what I kn- what I know now, I wouldn't have took the publishing deal. Yeah, right. Um, why not? Well, because basically when you get a publishing deal, they give you an advance on money that they know they're going to get. It's like a bank. Yeah. Guaranteed. Bank it's like, it's, it's, it's like... It's like half it's, of what it's they It's calculated believe. to a T. Yeah, it's calculated. Like when they, if they're going to give you 100000 or 250000 they know they're going to make that money back. It's Absolutely. no guess. Like their system is locked. They know, they know which records are really going to get pushed or not. And they basically give you the money you're going to earn anyway, and they take, um, you know, 25% of the pie. You know what I mean? Right. Or which is called a co-pub deal. You know, yeah. they don't take your writer's share. They take half of your publishing. Unless it's an all-in where it's even worse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't suggest that. Um, yeah. Had I known what I know now, I would have pretty much went to ASCAP and asked for a loan. You know, uh, it, it, it used to be called an advance, but they don't call it advances anymore. But if, if you know you have something coming out and you already register, register with ASCAP or BMI, you can go to them and say, hey, look, I got this record coming out, whatever. What can you do for me? Right. And, you know, if they see this potential, they'll give you an advance and you still own all your publishing. Wow. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Yeah, no wow. That's a gem right there. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, so the publishing thing um very complicated very very complicated now let me ask you this crucial did you ever sign a second publishing deal and in the first deal how long did it take you to get out of that deal well i, I definitely kept renegotiating because I, I my publishing deal was with emi records and okay. the you know obviously the the work did really well so when you're doing well they like pay attention to you and yeah. that's the thing too is like when you sign a major publishing deal they have thousands of writers and thousands of producers, so they can't possibly pay everybody attention. So they pay attention to, of course, who's making the most money. Right. So being right. that the first album went diamond, 
I had no issue with the publishing companies. Like I can call them. If you them. called them, they picked up the phone. <laughs> it's like even to this day, you know, yeah. it's so funny. I, I have a relationship with all the, the publishers or whatever because thank God the album did well. Right. So I kept renegotiating, renegotiating. Um, but the first deal was like I had to give like um I think it was seven songs. And and mind you, you know, for, for producers and songwriters, when they say seven songs, they really mean seven hundred percent. You know what I mean? Right. You let them know. And if you're a producer and you don't write, it's more than likely you won't get a hundred percent on a song. No. You'll probably get fifteen percent, twenty percent, fifty percent. So seven songs can end up to be twenty, 20 <laughs> to exactly. make that seven hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 you, you know, you speak to your lawyer, and I mean, with with I just really want to say with all the information out there today, it wasn't so available as it was back in the '90s or '80s. Even though there were books, even though there were books like this, this business of music and the music industry and all this thing, there still was no way to really understand fully what was going on. So I suggest if anybody want to take this series. You read those books, you look online, you pay attention to music business yes. news. You know, I also do like a podcast where we talk about the music business. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that because, you know, this game is, uh, the industry is smaller than you think. And these lawyers all know each other and they have great relationships with publishing companies and labels. Yeah. Yep. So I say that to say is if you're not careful, you're just going to be a pawn, you know? Yep. And I'm not going to say any names to get myself in trouble, but I'll give you an example. There was a recent artist who basically did their own thing. Who's the artist? No, I'm not kidding. Can't. <laughs> 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 he basically no. did their own thing. We don't thing. do that on this show. No, no, no. I'm just, you know, I'm like Ilman. I really care about the, the next generation of up and coming people. And I'm just showing you like how the business can like trick everybody. So there's a, independent artist who happened to have a great buzzing record like it was about a year or two ago and for whatever reason his team got his uh record on the radio P airplay you know first to make shows then in regular rotation played all day 10 times a day it's annoying for people who's listening but for you as a writer that's great yeah. that's a great ass cap check yeah um then i noticed a year later he did a publishing deal and I was like, wow, why would you take a publishing deal when you already have a hit on the radio? Right. Like you're already going to make a potential of a million dollars directly just for you, your own publishing. Right. Then I looked at the manager. I was like, oh, the manager is using this relationship so he can get his 20% of the money that this guy's potentially going to earn anyway. But, but get it in one lump sum. Get it in one lump sum now. So if this guy's a one-hit wonder, it's all good. He still got his money. His kid can go to college, whatever. Wow. And then, but, but the thing that bothered me was, you know, they're doing photo ops. Like, this is a great opportunity. It's like they're giving him a check of money he already earned. But yeah. he doesn't know this because his manager doesn't care about him. And that's why I say it's very important to choose your team. Crazy. Mm. And that's, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a really good point. You know, when you have representation like a manager or attorney, you know, the thing you have to realize is that any type of advanced or loan money coming in, that's a loan to you that you have to pay back. When your manager, if your manager takes 20%, if that's his rate, Let's say you get a loan, aka an advance of a hundred thousand dollars, and your manager takes twenty. 
that's twenty thousand dollars of free money exactly. that your manager ha- doesn't have to pay back. Yep. 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 You pay that back. Yep. So keep that in mind. Yep. Um, a lot of these guys out here, and again, I'm not gonna put anyone on blast, but there's a lot of managers and artists, and there's even A and R's that are getting publishing deals, which is beyond me. But um, that that are grabbing the money back. And and screwing screwing the client over. So, for all my upcoming producers out there listening, um, just keep that in mind, moving forward. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. That was great. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> so, who's the artist? No, I'm okay. <laughs> 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 so. All right. So we fast forward, man. Um, done some really, really super amazing things. Made some amazing music. I say all the time, my favorite, some of my favorite music from Alicia was done by you. I mean, all of it. But, uh, Thank you. It I tell you all the time. Every time I see you, uh, what is it, the element of freedom? Did you work on that one? Indeed. Yeah. Um, that was unthinkable. the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that album right, is amazing. I, I That's my favorite Alicia right. album. I don't remember what was on that album. That's my favorite one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just the genius behind that, and the drums, and just the simplicity. It's like I was like studying the beats. And I'm like, man, this guy, these people, like, really know, yeah. like. How to make some really dope shit. So fast forward to now, um, you know what? What are you? What are you working on? I mean, you, you're, you're you're working on um, a bunch of different things. You have your show, right? Crucial Noise Radio, right? Um, let's fill the people in on, on what's happening now. 2016, moving forward to 17. Well, 2016. Uh, I mean, my main thing that's been like a passion project for me definitely is Crucial Noise Radio, where mm-hmm. you know I scour the internet and look for up and coming producers and and beats and remixes I like, and pretty much showcase and and put in a mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff that really inspires me. You know, it's 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 no payola, no no. Oh, yeah. You know, I just play what I really like and. You know, I give a, a email out for people that want to submit tracks to play on the show. And I just started um, a more mu- music business talk show, you know, Dope. and that's called It's So Crucial. And mm. I do it with my partner, John Johnson, and the producer B- B-Side. And, and you know, this is what we talk about. Because um, the advice I do want to give to producers and songwriters, you have to pay attention to the business because it changes almost like every month yeah you know some <laughs> companies buying some other company and you might not be paying attention and it, it will affect you right you know what i mean so that's what we talk about every week you know the different changes as well as interview people from all aspects of the business not just artists and producers you know people who do publicity people who engineer like everything you know um so when is the it's so crucial show happen is it live it's, or it's, is it a it's, it's recorded it's, it's recorded it's, you know you can um you can search for it on iTunes as a podcast, okay. and um, it's so crucial. It's on Mixcloud. I'm, I'm excuse me, Crucial Noise Radio is on Mixcloud.com, okay. and as well as I'm, I'm working on a lot of independent artists. You know, I'm working on a, um, a, a five song EP with this um, artist by the name of Emma Arena. Nice. Um, Russian Russian background girl mm-hmm. from Minnesota. Wow. Classically trained. Father was a jazz artist. And, you know, she did a lot of work with um, James Fauntleroy. Nice. And, you know, when I met her, um, she played me all these songs. And then she just played me this song with her sitting at the piano. And, you know, here's just went up on my back. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? We should do more of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and she's like, well, I don't know how to fit. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you know how to do it. So I yeah. said, you know what? Let's just do a little project and put it out there. And, you know, for me, it's, it's like, you know, I, I always tell people I haven't done my best work yet. You know, when I'm dead and mm-hmm. gone, people can say what my best work is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, like, looking to grow and learn. So 
of thanks to technology it's like i'm i'm on the beginning of feeling like a, a new artist you know wow. using the technology and, and putting more projects out and i've always been an advocate of of diy you know do it yourself yep. you know what i mean so yep. i'm working on a lot of projects that will be coming out independently and um and always developing acts you know yeah and becoming an artist myself, as they say, you know, mm -hmm. the, the producing, performing art, you know, which is like more exciting because throughout my career, I've always focused on another artist. And, you know, I, I, I don't have any regrets. I love that. But I haven't really took a lot of time to develop myself right. as a songwriter or producer right. as, as well as I would like to because right. I'm always collaborating, focusing on an artist that signed to me career. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a new chapter for me where it's like I'm the artist and if I work with an artist, we just focus on this project, but your career is on you. Wow. <laughs> you know what Amazing. I mean? Amazing. Could we get a round of applause for yeah. that real quick? Or just a drum a bomb a drop or something? Amazing. Let's get a huge bomb. And I think bomb. huge bomb. I think Fire. do we have the flex bomb? I no, love that one. <laughs> Damn, we gotta get that one. We have to get the uh, <sighs> we, have, we have to get that pod. I think that's kind of like um the the way things are headed right now in terms of like music just in terms of music producers like i think you should absolutely you guys should absolutely be developing artists and it's like you know what what, what carrie said like you know regardless of all of these accolades you know diamond records and still pushing knowing people you're still pushing as if this is day one and happened. i think i think that's very important to maintain you know because there's always gonna you're always gonna want more you win a Grammy here, you get a plaque, and then it's like you get another one, and then you want more, you more, and then yeah. you want to develop yeah. artists. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think the lesson for today is you know focus on your craft, focus on the business, do your research. YouTube is your best friend, yeah. um, and uh, keep pushing and develop your own artists. I have a quick question because you t you talked about your story earlier, and you said that you know your mom was seventeen when she had you, and your dad was eighteen. But what was the biggest thing you got out of your household? Because you just coming off as very like disciplined and principled, and a lot of stereotypes you know people have not only coming from New York in the eighties, but like you know uh, you know households where you know the parents are much younger. But you're you're driven clearly. So yeah. Well, it's it's the old saying: it takes a village to raise a, uh, a child. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. So my parents were young; um, they did the best they can for what they know. You mm -hmm. know, and I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's and my great grandmother. Mm -hmm. And at this time, um, my grandmother had uh, Islamic upbringing. Mm -hmm. You know, she was a Muslim, and so I got to hear like a lot of different things and different perspectives. So I will always go out to Jamaica, Queens, St. Albans, Queens, or up in Harlem where my great grandmother was. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, I'm in Far Rockaway seeing all the ignorance and all the stuff. I got to travel more. So I saw like, wow, the whole world isn't like Far Rockaway. Yeah. Right. You know, so while my mother, you know, parents did what they can and, and instilled to, in me mm -hmm. because... You know, I go to my grandmother's house and she's telling me what great things black people have done mm -hmm. and all, you know, different things in our history that we weren't learning. You mm -hmm. know, even my father, he gave me Malcolm X biography at 16 years old, said, read this. And I was just like, wow. wow. Yeah. And at that time, Public Enemy came out and it was just like, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So, mm -hmm. so when you see and then you learn and, and my father used to always say, he said, you see how this neighborhood is? He said, this is not an accident. This was done on purpose mm -hmm. and it stuck with me. So wow. that was instilled in me early. And and I bring up the traveling more too because I really feel like I heard y'all speak about early 
traveling enriches a man like you need mm-hmm. to experience more things and learn like you know the world is not just your block your neighborhood your yep. town or your country mm-hmm. you know and the reason why a lot of americans don't leave the country because we got 50 states in and in europe it's and like other places country going yeah. over to another state yeah anyways, exactly too. yeah you go to philly that's like going to another country yeah. you know what i mean yo and it's never ending because uh soon enough we'll say and you got to go visit other planets too <laughs> you know Indeed. take that wormhole Indeed. to a uh, galaxy uh Indeed. serious star system <laughs> but it's true I, I got one it's last question for crucial yes what um and i'm really curious to hear what you're gonna say what one producer right now is blowing your mind Ah, uh, like really blow, blowing your mind. Ah, uh, uh, that's hard to do. That's hard. That's a, that's, that's unfair that's, question. That's, that's hard to do. I mean, <laughs> okay, so let's give them three. I give you three. Then. I mean, <laughs> that's I mean, I mean, that's, really blowing your mind because you. I mean, your range is okay. Is one, 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 one producer. You know, I, I definitely you know sitting across from one of the greatest, Ilman, of course. Oh and, man, come and, on. You know, I, I love my vets and. <laughs> Well, it all depends on what, because like, you know, one one producer that inspires me or two producers that inspire me are definitely the OGs like Quincy Jones and Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. But as far as one of the new producers that I say really like kind of like was like, wow, wait a minute. I would say the last one that did that was Cashmere Cat. Like Cashmere his Cat. production is so intricate. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Like. And then I saw his history. He was a turntablist. I was like, okay, it makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Right. They're always doing so many different things. And and I would tell like other producers, I was like, you know, a lot of people. He's so advanced that you know he's he's not getting the credit that's due to him because he's so advanced. What's the name again? Cashmere Cat. Cashmere Cat. He's, he's yeah. from Norway. Norway. It's a young guy okay. from Norway. Yeah, he's crazy. If you listen to, I think he's down with Benny Blanco now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you listen to like his older stuff and his beats, like he did this remix of um, uh, Miguel, mm-hmm. Do You. Yeah. And when I heard He's that, stupid. I was like, Run wait a minute. That. I was like, wait a minute. I think he was on um, Beyonce's last album too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's not like not that's, even that's, his that's, best shit. That's just watered down. That's yeah. to make it simple for y'all. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. His production is so intricate that it really nice. amazed me. And I was like, yo, this guy's really on it because. I must say a lot of producers or beat makers are very lazy. They just, oh, this is good enough. It sounds like what I hear. And I, I'm really impressed with people who really take time to give something unexpected because I can kind of predict, you know, I've been doing it so long. Yeah. It's like when I watch movies, I can predict what's going to happen next. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel about a lot of production. No disrespect. It's just like so boring to me. And he's the last one that made me go, oh, wait a minute. I didn't expect that. Where did that come from? Yep. Right. Love it. Love it. Man, well, shit, Carrie, Crucial Keys. One Yo. more round of applause for All Crucial right. Keys for coming through. Nah, 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 Just sticking nah, around, nah, nah, though. Yeah, so yeah, what we're going to yeah, do okay. is uh, we're going to jump into this music break for 30 okay. minutes. We're going to come back. We're going to do Blap or Crap. Blap or Crap. Yeah, okay. so basically uh, we have, uh, we're going to pick random beats from our email that people send in. Okay. And um, we're going to play them for about a minute each. And then um, after we play the beat, if we like the beat, you're going to say Blap. Okay. And if you don't Blap. like it, you're going to give it a crap. And then you're gonna, uh, <laughs> yep, exactly. yep. We and then we're gonna critique him. He got it already. We'll we'll plug, we'll plug it <laughs> which is my favorite part. So uh, we are going to go into this music break. Uh, one more round of applause for for Carrie, no, man. No, Crucial no, Keys. Thank you, thank you. Dropping crazy gems. I think up. we had the most gems in this episode. Yeah. I believe it's crazy. Um, 
So uh, wow. we'll be back in about 30. Do not go anywhere. We'll be back with Bob Crap, but here is the music break. We'll be back. Jams, baby. Yo, yo. Yeah. Justin Ross. She was a cancer. Suck it like a champion. David Banner. She think I'm pimping. Hit it, made it matter. Justin Rose White Water out right now. Fact this gang is over everything and money's over hoes trying to put me under pressure, man. But you know how that go. Ain't no biggie. Better bust it, better pop it like I'm biggie. One on one, two on one, it ain't no biggie. Who they talking, who they hate, it ain't no biggie. Who they get it, think I'm ready, 
brand new Salam Remy. All the body quads. Did he scout? I'm half Spanish. I'm flipping like a bam. I'm Remix tape. Download it right now. make that tongue touch. Following the booty because it tastes like rum punch. Tough luck. I can see these niggas is dumbstruck. Lead a total untouched. Give them a thumbs up. You know the footage is uncut. Looking at the glow like how you do that, body. Little mama Cita with the hair on sporty. Put a 40 on my titties. How you do that, shorty? Quicker than a lick and all the niggas is thick. Had that boy like I just want to put in the tip. Let my head down. Show them it was longer than dick. I know this shit lick. I'm a body dead in your bitch. Switch. Celebrate her too in the worst way. I'ma motivate her through. And if she roll her own blunt, I'ma make her boo. Got a black daddy and my mama Puerto Rican ass cornbread and empanadas on the weekend. You know that, and I throw that. Got the cone, yeah, popping with a hose. I hear it singing my song. They do it all night long. I hear it singing my song. They do it all night long. I hear it singing my song. They do it all night long. I hear it singing my song. On the coaster, come take a ride in the roaster. I approached up, made you look. What the suck? What's face? I made a wish now. Give me that surprise cake. I'm impatient, but shit, I could buy weight. Body done, no wonder you walking by fake. Like, nigga, please, I know your type. Drink, smoke, rolling dice. Maybe right, you fine. I could maybe wipe you lying. I'm bugging. Didn't even ask your name. Over here bragging, you call it running games. Saying, well, your man, never mind if you got a like on my ice. Never mind if I'm hot. Take another shot to the face. Uh, I don't even know if I should be playing this. No triple black. Oh gosh. Uh, I probably shouldn't even do this, but we'll go. We'll go first hook. Lord, shouts to triple black in the building. Detroit. Champagne wishes. Caviar drink. Check for credit card schemes. Gotta get cream. By any means. Black DJ Prince, I don't think they know, son. Fire tools, what's this shit called? Whoa. Backdrop. Oh, 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 Lord. Champagne wishes, caviar. Just the dusty on the beat. Credit card schemes, I gotta get cream. Buy any means, buy back on the scene. Coke on the triple beam. Slinging out a rental. Dreams of an insult. Tired of the pencil. Fucking up my pins up. Banging on some rental. Hustling with my tempo. Counting up these pros. Don't fuck up my tempo. Blowing through a check. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck if it ain't in my budget. Blowing through a check. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck if it ain't in my budget. The bag just dropped, I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. The bag just dropped, I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. Blowing through a check. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck if it ain't in my budget. Blowing through a check. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck if it ain't in my budget. The bag just dropped, I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. The bag just dropped, I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. I'ma make it all back. Ooh, fire, fire. You know, usually, still soft. 
Normally I wouldn't be this arrogant or cocky, but you know I'm feeling like new money lately because this is a Rocky lot of new jumping on real quick. On. I'm taking a new turn in my life. Snapchat radio, y'all. Yeah, new money, calling me new money. On my way, BOA, I'm laughing like who funny. Prima Donna, this beauty of former honor. I can keep it wet for you, baby. I'm like a sauna. Oh, you nasty. Ooh, she wally wally. Oh, she trashy. Oh, she probably probably. I do this effortless. Nothing goes off the checklist. list. Moving on up in this bitch. I feel like the Jeffersons. Uh, let's get deeper. Don't let the devil defeat you. Lost my laptop last month. Whoever found it can keep it. That just motivated me to sit and write a little deeper. Come and penetrate your speaker. And I never use the penis. I'll be hearing other rappers like I never want to be as loud. This shit too hard. Oh, yeah. Type of shit that had a gusts fighting season and a more simplistic meaning I would lyrically Man, speech I, I got my money up, baby, I chain swing. Yeah. I got my money up, baby, I chain swing. Yeah. I got my money up, baby, I chain swing. Yeah. I chain swing, check to chain swing. Good. I got my money up, baby, yeah. I chain swing. Oh. Yeah. I got Close my, my money up, baby, I chain swing. Oh. Yeah. I got my money up, baby, I chain swing. Yeah. I chain swing, <laughs> chain swing. Cause I hang out with guts Sometimes I wear Uggs Kanye shrugs I wear jackets the same color as bugs My niggas puff buds A hundred dollars a puff Sometimes I fly the same planes as Puff Sometimes them planes ain't enough I rock Celine like I'm a queen But I'm not a drag Hermes rag, Hermes rag I had the biggest fucking size that Ah, uh, Hermes had They be like, is he that? Uh, is he this? Is he really riding in Rolls Royce Like Richie Rich? Click it, bitch It's on the internet I got a Rory too and that bitch fresh to death I would keep talking about it Except I only drove it once That's the last time I left I got my money yeah. up, baby, I chain swing I got my money Oh yes, indeed. I like this. I like this. Hey, yo, hot chat. Do me a favor, man. Speed it up a little bit. From the entry, you know I'm so influential because I'm glowing like a candle. The focus is so essential, dog. What you trying to get into? A steady to flow, ready to blow. Like snotty tissue, they snitching like Donnie Brasco. I'm counting like Monte Cristo. The ghetto full of betrayal like Iago and Othello. Your fellow neighbor will slay you. They'll smoke you like cigarettes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Police want that info. They'll grill them like portobellos. And murdering instrumentals because the rap with the kitchens to villains, killers, and monsters. So we're feeling the honest. We're still fulfilling the promise. So nice to kill them with kindness. Hitting like Muhammad. Ali, you more like Tatiana. All this is probably karma. You dishonored the father. Whether it's God Almighty or the Almighty Dollar, we follow the prophets like Islamic or the Dalai Lama. Your bullet points so hollow they could probably pierce body armor. Look in the scope, my people still in talk. Uh, smile on my face, tears of a sad clown. Feeling out of place as I whistle a cab down. If I tip extra, can I huff a cig? Blow my smoke out the window, dropping ashes on the brick. Bri- bri- I'm in New York now, like Akeem and Simi was. Trying to get the lobby door open. From a semi buzz. I just wanna go to the slum and throw my money on the floor like the notorious bomb. Uh, build a home, teach a class, start a revolution. Free the mind, heal the body, talking evolution. This that black Elohim Anunnaki rap. That Farrakhan Akeem Olajuwon Gaddafi rap. I dedicate this to my niggas in New Orleans, rocking black and gold stocking caps and fleur de lis shocky hats. I'm in the courtroom screaming, who that on the devil? Serving gumbo with a shovel, dog. I'm on another level. Me and Kwali come together like two pieces of metal. We magnet.
the ties in the ghetto. Yeah, now here's the memo. I'm a rebel without a cause, a bezel without no flaws. And shorty, you straight, bet you look way better without no draws. I sweat out this alcohol, bet I'm about to ball. And never let up, look how I just crept up without applause. Fed up with all the frauds and left y'all without a job. The center of attention, this is clever, I'm Palcasol. Really though, I'm LeBron, really don't got my mind on this new school of rappers. I would really go Columbine and throw up the diamond sign. Boy, you know I'm a shine, flow is in Ramadan. Cause couple years ago, the game had they pajamas on. But now they on my dick, man, I should throw a condom on. Hey, cause a nigga coming raw like I ain't got one on. And I ain't stopping nor copping no pleas. I just like a low squeeze, dog. I'm on a higher level, I'm on top of those bleeds. Niggas say they sick, but when they rock, they don't sneeze. Like the nigga on the block waving his glass, but won't squeeze. Please. Hey. Ghetto who dreams 
Sleeping bags at the Grove, MCM on the coat. Had to clean up a nose, had to dream of some goals. Swimming if any business is privately owned. I was walking out six, she pulled up in the six. She said, hop in this whip. I said, bitch, you the feds. She said, baby, don't trip. Then she rolled me a spliff, showed me pics of the kids. Then she slid me some bread like, it's yours, babe. Cause I got big money, so if you need something, don't be ashamed. It's yours, babe, cause you got big loving, so go and spend something. I said, okay. I said, okay. All I need, good I love. said, okay. Hey, all I, I said, need, okay. Yeah, I said, okay. Oh. And now I'm swimming in milk and honey. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Swim, swimming in milk and honey. Swimming in milk and honey. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Swim, swimming in milk and honey. Dig, 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 this bitch is loving. I'm swimming in milk and honey. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Swimming in milk and honey. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Swimming in milk and honey. Dig, 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 this bitch is Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Too obsessed with the liquor bitches and we smoke Run, 
run, run. Mama say come home before the street lights do. Ice cream on my front porch and my new food. Boo and my A1s too. Watching my happy block, my whole neighborhood hit the ditty side. Keep like growing out my clothes. With stars in my pocket, dreaming about making my hood glow. This sound like every place I would go if I could fly. This feel like every summertime. Fall asleep, dreaming about all the places I could go. And every one of them feels so close, still chasing time.
Baby, Stony, we live. Stony's back. <laughs> Rum P with the set. That shit was killer, man. We got a lot. We got a lot of a lot of um, comments here in the chat room saying this is fire, beats bonkers, blah blah blah. That's good to know. Very dope. Alrighty, let's jump back into this, shall we? Yep. 
All right, so Stoney, since you're calling, you know the deal, right? Yep. Turn the phone on. Well, put the phone on mute when we uh, play the beat and then come back. Um, all right. So we are back. Blapper crap time. Yes. Last week was actually, actually the last show was pretty decent. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. The shows before that were Was terrible. it like the theme song? Everything was blap? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Almost. Oh, almost. It was good. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had some good shit. It's good. I'll take those odds. Exactly. Um, all right. Who we got starting off, Ron? Uh, I'm, uh, I got these. You got it, Prince? Yeah, yeah, Prince yeah, Did we relieving dudes? Splitting the dudes. <laughs> Spreading so it out. Let's do, uh, we got, uh, Lito Beats, uh, Dark Days, 100 BPM on them. Okay. Let's, see, let's make sure we get these levels proper quick. Alrighty. Pull up. Alright, Lito Beats, Dark Days. Come on, man. That was Lito, right? Lito, Lito Beats. Right, let's start that one off, at. Yo, I fuck with that heavy, yo. On some real wow, shit. Wow, fuck with it heavy. Yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. Look I'm blapping that. that. That's easy for me. That's a blap. Wow, blap. I'm usually a hater, but... New year, new I, Atlas. I really, I really... I just heard the artist on, over it. <laughs> I was just hearing, like, King Zeus rapping over it the whole oh, time. Oh, he would body that. And I was hearing, like, his verses going to it. And it's not for every artist. There's a lot going on. But if you, man, you put the right artist on there, that shit was hard. Fire. Hey. That's, that's my vote. What do you think, Carrie? Blap! Blap! Hey. Booyah! That's <laughs> two blabs in a row. I love the atmosphere stuff, man. Put you yeah. in the zone. Yeah. Perfect title. Yeah, um, I loved I loved the bass work, the drums. Definitely heard some kid blab kits in there, but the way you flipped them, really, really great. Um did a great job on there, man. I definitely can hear any any artist that can tackle that mm-hmm. would be would be dope. And I love the just he did different things on there. It wasn't yeah. typical. Yeah, There's so, always something going on. Took yeah. me for a ride for sure. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Stoney, you there? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought um, it was definitely a blap. Um, nice. But um, I, I definitely don't see it as a song. I mean, it had a lot yeah. of um, like you know, EDM live DJ set elements going on. Um, you know, all the different um. You know, all the note, the note trip ups and the, you know, 
all of that shit. That's like it just it was like a live performance for me. That's what it was like. Right. I didn't see it as a song. I didn't see it in a in a song structure or anything like that. But um, it was cool. There you go, Prince. Uh, I was having technical difficulties. I couldn't hear the beat, so I'm, I'm not even gonna play you, Lido. I don't want to play you, <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hit you He's with the, yeah, the null. The null. <laughs> You're gonna get banning the, yeah. the boards here. Yeah. Next, next, next time, Lido. Yeah. Send some beats. Thanks for sending them though. <laughs> yeah. Run, keep run, them coming. Up. Um, I'm gonna definitely blap it. Hey, I just thought it was a little heavy on the effects, but mm-hmm. I rock with it. Definitely. Uh, <clears throat> the sequence was dope too, because it wasn't just some regular loopy, you know, type of thing. So mm-hmm. I rock with it. Thank blap. you. There you go. All right, who we got next? Next up, we have uh, Seventh Letter. Uh, last call produced by Seventh Letter. Let's, Let's pull go. up. Let's I'm go. saying Letter because I'm Jamaican, but it's Letter. Letter. start that one off um there was a lot of things in there i liked um a few things i didn't really like um honestly i i'm gonna crap it but listen if you if you switch out that boom 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 that got really boring to me yeah if you switch that out to something like with a little more texture and just something more memorable i think this could be banging because i i really like the drums i like the the 808 work and and i i just immediately heard just like any rapper get on there and like you know turn that into something dope like zeus you know i definitely heard zeus on that one so yeah man i I think it's close i think it's almost there it's just that lead synth was just not not the right one to commit to so i'm gonna crap it but go back and do that and this could be banging can i say something good please yeah um i'm i'm gonna crap it um i agree with you ill and the funny thing is you know that that came from the sound oracle pack and 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 that's probably why you crapped it because he didn't do anything to it all he did was um he took the loop and just threw it in there and just kind of pretty much um pretty much like produced around the loop instead of producing the loop itself right if he understands what that means and I mean, it is blatant. He just took it straight off, and it's like, okay, you didn't even try. And then a couple of the different elements in the track were just taken from loop packs. Because even the... Uh, 
that's from another pack as well. And um, um, yeah, so it, we're we're yeah, we're, so we're sample packs in right damn. now. Yeah, it's a sample pack beat, and it's and it's and hey, look, you know, it's not horrible, but if you're looping it, that means everyone else is looping it also, and so right. you're gonna kind of lose your um, you won't have your own definition or style. So I'm crapping it because you know lack of creativity, and um, he's talented. Just you know, do your own do like be creative, guys. You there know? you go. I'm completely vertical. <laughs> Dame's back. Thanks, Dame. Um, Carrie, what you think? Uh, I mean, I agree with you guys. I mean, I I think he could have took a little more time. I got bored with that sound too. I was hoping he flipped it into something, but nothing happened. Yeah, you know. So I I just felt myself. I was waiting for something to happen, and nothing mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. You know. So yeah, I agree. Put a little more time in it. Now that I know that uh, <laughs> it came from a sample pack and you didn't do much to it, I mean, that's kind of what I'm talking about, being lazy. I mean, the drums were exciting, but if you want to keep um, people's attention, you got to switch up that melody. Do something else. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, that was just, <laughs> that's 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 another beat, man. I love at, that. Uh, at, do we say well, I, uh, yep. I thought the BPMs were really tough. Oh, man. I thought the BPMs were tough. That's true. Um, I don't know. It didn't, were it, tough. Didn't, it didn't do anything for me, man. So I'm crapping it. Wow, that BPM was hard. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tough BPM, Lloyd. Great job. Run. Uh, yeah. I mean, like everybody said, the doom, doom, doom. I remember it kind of for all the wrong reasons, but you know, uh, change it up. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. I'm not. I'm not mad at the track, but it, it wasn't a blap. All right, next up, we got Rhythm J, beat called Hovercraft. Ah, Rhythm J. Yeah, see what, he, see what he's working with. Let's see what he got. I know you, Rhythm J, but we're going to be we're gonna be honest with you, bro. Bring that heat, baby. I'm joking. I'm, no, I'm joking. I'm, joking. <laughs> Prince. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that was great. <laughs> um, uh, Prince started off. Yeah. No. That that was cool. Rhythm J. That was that was dope. You know. Uh, I you know with the chops, man. Like the samples. I just I don't want to know where the sample came from. And if I do know where the sample comes from, it needs to be flipped way crazier than just adding a couple of elements on top of it. Uh, I heard the live instrumentation. It was cool. But, you know, I had to, like, really wait until, like, a minute and ten seconds to actually kind of feel the whole oomph of the beat. So I'm going to crap it because we don't black potential. And 
lot more fun. Yes. Yeah. Man, I like <laughs> I like the first half of it. Like it yeah. really was a super nostalgic for me, but it, it you know, it had like a just blaze feel, like a, you know, it was like one of those. Um but then when the beat switched, I thought it was interesting. It happened and then I was like, hmm, is this is this right? Like, am, am I gonna like this? And is this going somewhere? Like, p- tell tell me, paint the picture for me. And that's how you gonna carry me, man. That's how you gonna do me. Pause. <laughs> um, and it didn't it didn't quite translate. I think that change up wasn't it. I, I was hoping that the main kind of beginning element beat was kind of rocking, um, but it didn't happen. So I, I'm gonna crap it. Um, a lot of really cool things happening in that change up, but it just really just sounded like a completely different joint. I didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't even know Rhythm J was a producer. You, know, you didn't know I, that? No, I know him, but I didn't know he was a producer. Yeah. But uh, that being said, I'm gonna crap it. Um, I like. I like the. Uh, I like the way it came in. Though I was like, okay, I was waiting for it. It was a head nodder. It was like okay, and then it made that little transition to that other section. But I was just confused. It sounds like different to me. You know what I mean? But. Again, you know, it's black or crap, and that one for me was a crap. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree. It, it, it started off like, okay, what's about to happen? I love the, love the sample, the way it came in. Again, waiting for something to happen. Yeah. When it dropped, it wasn't exciting. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm let down. That's, like, that's you know, if, you go, if you're going to start with a recognized sam- sample, flip the sample again, make, it exa- you know, make me go like, oh, wow, look what he did with that sample. You know what I mean? I was missing that. It, it was just too empty. It was just. It, it almost went from excitement to like, oh, we chilled out now. Not like, even almost. Now we lounged out, and it it, it just confused me with the energy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I it did feel loungy. Yeah, I think you know if that even has to do with the sequence. If he had the other part before, and then it built up into that big thing, then it that could have been, been like, cool. You know, yeah, that could've been a little bit more. Or it might have been a shock. Like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those change ups. But uh, yeah. Um, not super mad at it, but like you said, the energy it it went in reverse. You like downshifted. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna crap it um, just off of that because then nothing happened once it went there. It was like cruise control, and you just like sitting there like floating in the water. Hello, yeah. Stony. What you um, think? I'm 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 not gonna blap it. Oh. I really don't want to crap it. You love it. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll just say this much. I'll say that um, when you're when you're incorporating like live instruments into samples and things like that, you got to kind of be careful how those things work together. You know, mm. in, the, in the beat, it sounded like he had like some you know some like rock elements going on, mm-hmm. but then he had like the boom bappy kind of drums going. And for some reason, the, the, the cohesion just never happened. Right. You know what I mean? But he's a great arranger. I, I, I'm not mad at how he built it up in the arrangement, but um, if he just goes back and revisits it and changes some of the patches, and um, sometimes, you know, adding live elements to something doesn't really enhance it. It just kind of takes away from, from the track. I think it took it away from the track. Um, yeah. Yeah, you got you got you got to know how to do that. Like it's, it's a balance with mixing yeah. live with the sample. You got mm-hmm. you really got to take time to make it sound sort of like a sample. Right. Because mm-hmm. I like I like the guitar. I like what he did, but the drums just didn't quite hit in the mm-hmm. pocket with that. It just didn't it didn't do it for me. But yeah. There you absolutely. go. Cool. Next up, uh, we got Solar Ray Kid. Plays. So he just sent it actually. 
All right. That's let's the name see. of the beat. Uh, Asaya Rusin Yonose. We'll see. We'll see how it sounds. Let's hear it, baby. Sound like Stranger Things. Right. Yo, you put me on. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy show. Is that not not even funny? (laughs) Is that I actually there were elements of that track that I really this is Atlas by the way that I really enjoyed. But what happened was they just was like too much going on. There was a that thing, and then there was like that synth going on. If he took out like three or four textures on there, I think the track would actually be all right. Decent, right? Yeah. Because if you look to the to the to the drum programming and stuff on there, like it was it was actually pretty tight. Yeah. But then all that other stuff came on, and so for that I'm gonna have to crap it. Shots. Yeah, Gary, what you think? Um, We're nodding that, our head that, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree with Atlas. It started off nice. I like the whole you know atmosphere thing going on in in the arpeggiated sound. The drums was cool, but that lead sound. If you're going to do a lead, that lead sound gotta be oh, right. Point, that yeah. sounded like a Saturday morning cartoon guitar. Yeah. It just threw me off. It did. That's right. Was, Saturday morning like, cartoon. I was like, nah. I mean, that's the only thing that, that it just ruined it for me, you know. And and then again, it was on top of the arpeggiated sound. It was just mm-hmm. confusing, and it wasn't a very pleasing sound for me. Mm-hmm. And know? it just kept going and going yes. and going and going and going. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm 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 gonna keep mine short. I pretty much agree. Like, get rid of the guitar, but even then, it was just like the beat just got a little boring. But potential, but just wasn't executed right. So I'm gonna crap it. Run? Do we need it? Stoney, I just do we remember need uh, <laughs> the beat sounding atmospheric, and I I don't remember the beat after that. <laughs> yeah. So Shots. I'm gonna have to just. Crap it on it's, it's a dope idea. Like I said, if you're going to solo, you got to choose the right sound, right sound. and, and you got to yeah. do a little more to the melody, mm-hmm. right? Because people's attention span is not that long. It just seemed like very much like in the middle of the road, you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. nothing, yeah. no emotion, yeah. like was like yeah. sparked, right? Stony, um, I, I mean, I it's not a blast again, I, I'm not gonna crap it. Um, and I'm gonna tell you guys why. Like, we're listening to it, and we want some shit to be like, oh, my God, this beat is so fucking hard. But everything, it doesn't come in that way. Every no, record not, is not, not going to be, you know what I'm saying? Every record is not like, holy shit, you know, like, how we yeah. judging these beats that it. we're listening to. You know what I'm saying? So, um, again, like, we don't black potential. That potential. Everything has potential. But, um, yeah, I just think some of these guys just don't know the direction of the arrangements that they're doing. Yeah. It's an arrangement to half the time because some of the elements are there. 
Like we yeah. hear them. The drums are yeah. there. Yeah. The, yeah. the sound selections are good. The mix is good. It's just not falling in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's I, like shooting a really good movie and then like putting the middle to last scene in the beginning. Oh, it just, yeah. Then it just defeats the purpose. Somebody in the room said that he got it from Stranger Things. I don't know. Oh if he well, if did. that's the case, then right old, then that's head, a brown paper bag. Yeah, that's super brown. Paper. I know. I know. I know textures, guys. <laughs> Stranger Things. <laughs> All right. Next up, we we could do like one or two more. We got uh, Clock Tower by uh, Papo. Papo, come on, Papo. Papo, I want to hear some blapo. This is in one of my sample packs right here Chance pop up. What the hell you gonna do? That's how you gonna carry me, man? Like, that's how you gonna do me? Pause, for real? Wow. Um, I'm gonna keep mine short. Let me start. Uh, I like, I I was enjoying the first part of the beat. Um, I was hoping it would go somewhere different, though, when that, that little pad came in. It just, it, it sounded like it was in a different key. It just kind of threw me off, and, and I kind of lost interest in the track. Um, I like some of the drum programming, and it was, like, definitely some cool things happening, but, um... Uh, again, the execution, man, and, and that when that thing came in in that hook, it just wasn't it wasn't the right move to me. So I'm, I'm gonna crap it. Yeah, I'm gonna crap it. Uh, I'm, oh, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. gonna. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Stony. We just did a fart noise. You're yeah, good. I'm I'm gonna crap it. It didn't go anywhere. That's it. Yes, That's it. I mean, I think we all feel. Uh, let's do one more. Let's do one unanimous. more. Sorry. Yeah, unanimous crap. Uh, not a bad beat. You just got to do more with yeah. what we give you. For a little more but time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little bit more. For a little it's more time. There, uh, last one. I All right, seen, last uh, one. Uh, Beeman. Beeman always sending stuff, man. I always see you. Beeman, see. Beeman got some heat, Beats so let's see Beeman. what's up. Let's, let's see what, 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 what Beeman's hitting him with. Bus Boy and Poets. <laughs> let's go.
Oh yeah, we could have let that rock a little longer, but that was grooving. Yeah, that was yeah. that was cool. That was cool. That's ready to go. That was grooving. Hook, hook this part. is it. It's still the same beat. Yeah, yeah. same beat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I want to see you come back in. Hold Bend on. It a little Wow. Yeah, it's cool. My bad. Okay. That can turn into a cool song. Yeah, yeah, that, that's ready. That's that ready. can turn into a that, cool that, song. That would inspire a songwriter. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely ready to go. Mm-hmm. You heard it from, from Crucial. Key's the man himself, man. It means a lot. And I, I, like, I like the way he used it. You know, the sounds were refreshing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I like the way he rocked that synth. Took some time to take it. You know the drums I mean? were swinging. Yeah, drums were swinging. swinging. Sounds were re- refreshing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's Dame? I'm completely vertical. <laughs> He's there. Where are you, Dame? Stony, what you think? I thought it was cool. I mean, it's, it's definitely um, it's, it's a song. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a blast. Yeah. I mean, I love the strings. I love the synths underneath. The synths yeah. were nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm Two gonna, of them. I'm gonna blap that. She had him. I'm gonna blap that. I fucked with it. Um, I agree with Kerry. Uh, with what Kerry said, where. He took his time with the with the with the instruments that he was using. He didn't yeah. just like throw anything in there. So no presets. Uh, right, no presets. Um, I didn't love 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 it. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't love 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 it. But it was it was it was definitely a blap. It was a blap. Prince. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was the mix was nice. <laughs> you say like that's like the first thing, yo. Your mix, fam. Fam, that mix is crazy. <laughs> but Those I have BPMs are oh, fire. It's just fire. But I had crappy headphones on all day, and it sounded good through the crappy headphones. And I think that's a good reference point. Like if your stuff sounds good and crap, then it's a good look. So you know, you'll get the first. You get the first black from me, Beeman. Beeman, you never get a black. Cause I've seen you, but you're very consistent, and this one was was grooving. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I think this can turn into a good song. You All get right. the right songwriter on there, that can be a super cool song. Mm-hmm. And and even though I said I didn't love it, you could put an artist on there, and that would be like my favorite song ever. So. Yeah. You went from yo BPMs were hot to yo. That effort <laughs> you put in, the effort was banging. That sweat wow. equity. Woo. That effort. <laughs> putting in that work. Banging effort. I see where you're going with this. Yo, I love, I love the MP3 name, yo. The title, <laughs> that title, that title, the title is the title fire. Is for the title, exactly. Ooh, that title, but the track, that nah. bit rate is crazy, son. <laughs> that bit rate is fire. Run, what'd you think? Um, honestly, I didn't like it that much, man. It was just, okay. it was just kind of. You know what it was? It was more the energy, though. It wasn't the quality of the song or anything like that, yeah. but it was just kind of like, it felt like a trip to the corner store for me. <laughs> but but what I will say at the same time is... Um, been on the block, and somebody, Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Trips to the corner store could be Not very entertaining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I will say that I definitely... Because um, somebody else, I forget the guest who came in, but they said if you could like really set up a whole picture, like that sounds like a storytelling type of beat where right. somebody's talking about something that happened. Um, so they also said like if you could think of something like you know a whole scene of a song or how it would be that's also a very good quality of a track so you know I might have to crap it but I'm not there you go there you go there you go well that was a pretty decent way to end off the show yes blabber crap one more time yeah um 
So that's it, guys. Next week. Wow, we're done already. Uh, so we have, we're, we're, we'll be back next week. We got some shit in line. We have some special guests in line. But um, please, 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 uh, let's give one more round of applause to our guest today. Carrie Crucial Keys, baby. A lot of jewels today. Jewels, 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 jewels. So we will see y'all next week. We're out of here. Well, I've never been stiff at work.